I will take what is mine with and blood. Welcome to the Make Westeros Great Again podcast, the greatest podcast that ever was or will be. We are here to cover HBO's Game of Thrones, and most importantly, we are here to make Westeros great again. And now our watch begins. My name is Kevin of House Giants Milk. And my name is Andrew of House Big Woman. Okay, Kevin, this episode was entitled A Night of the Seven Kingdoms. They just released that. They've been releasing these titles after the the episode has aired. I think that would have given it away with the whole Brienne stuff. So I'm glad they did that. We are coming to you directly after the episode has aired. It has been less than an hour since the episode has has finished. Uh, and we're coming to you early because we just have a lot to say and we needed to just get it out of the way. Uh, so, Kevin... What do you think about this episode? Like, what's uh, this is a different format this time around. What are we gonna do here? I think uh, I think we're gonna try to sort of keep it to what we normally do, but instead of like having funnier jokes like we normally do, they're gonna be less funny. I think that's really what it's gonna come down to. But they're still gonna be good. They're gonna be better than every other podcast funny jokes. But like, they're just not gonna be like perfectly funny like they usually are, right? Like, I think we hold ourselves to a high standard here. Yeah, maybe they'll be funnier because we don't have time to think about it. Like That's a we good just point. won't overthink the jokes. That's a good point. So, Andrew, I'll just say I really, really liked this episode. This is one of my favorite episodes, maybe in the like it's it's like top seven. I'm, I'm, I'm recency bias. I'm not going to go crazy, but it was really good. I loved how they basically were just the whole time setting up the battle and of reminding every viewer about every single character. And how much you like them and how much you don't want them to die. <laughs> like that was right. this it entire set, it episode. Set up the stakes. Uh, and anytime in this show that someone shows that they have a reason to live, yeah, they usually die. And I think we got to see everyone's potential reason to live. Good point. Everyone. I think they went through everyone. Uh, other than maybe the hound. Maybe. No, he was probably included in there. So... Uh, I think it sets up for a lot of people to die next week. Yeah, that's I, I am sure of one thing. A lot of people are going to die next week. The box score this week, Andrew, no Nothing. kills. Zero. Nothing. Zero Not in a... the box score. Next week, you're going to have to sharpen your pencil. It's going to be rough. The official to... score is going to have a lot of work the, to do. The official scorekeeper of the Make Westeros Great Again <laughs> podcast box score is going to get carpal tunnel. <laughs> Okay, Kevin, let's jump in. What did we learn? Let's just run through the the ins and outs of this episode. Yeah, let's kind of do this in order of the show. Uh, early on, Andrew, we learned Jamie has a couple friends. He's got two. He's got two friends. T- Tyrion and Brienne. I-, I-, I can't say that he has anyone else. He yeah. doesn't have a girlfriend anymore. No. Because uh, yeah. Cersei I, broke up with him, or he broke up with Cersei. I think uh, that's so right. He's just got Brienne, and he's just got Tyrion. Uh, it just so happens that they are very influential people, and he did keep his life because of that. Friends in high places, that helps. Andrew, uh, Tyrion, we found out, is indeed a dum-dum. I don't know that there is a secret plot afoot. I'm still holding out for one. And I'm still holding out that he's got some sort of trick up his sleeve for the the battle. Because, you know, remember the Battle of Blackwater? He did have a trick up his sleeve with the wildfire. The ship flew out to the in, into the Blackwater rush. And then, boom, you know, one of the best 
parts of uh, of the series. Uh, but I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, he didn't seem to have like a good plan. We'll get to the plan later. Tyrion may be a dum-dum. <laughs> However, he maybe got a little swagger back because he started drinking again. Yeah. Now, when Brother was there and they started, he started kind of getting into his element all of a sudden. That did feel like Tyrion was back to being a little bit more swaggy. So hopefully that helps him out. Uh, also, we learned that uh, don't play Arya in darts. Holy shit, no. She's good. She should have <laughs> saved that. She should not have shown that publicly. She needs to get, you know, like, oh, I'll play. Can I play? Like, oh, yeah, well, let's play for let's play for money. Let's play for $2. And then she loses. Like, let's play for $5. And then she loses. And then she says, let's play for $500. <laughs> <laughs> and then she wins. Like... That's how this works. The that's color how of this, money. Uh, the color of dragons. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. The color of gold dragons. Uh, that's how this is supposed to work. But she let everyone in the armory see that she's really good at it. I think she was showing off. She was trying to. She was appealing to to uh, to Gendry. I think she was trying hey, to show Kevin, Gendry. It worked. It did work. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> it did work. All right, Andrew. We also learned uh, from Bran at the uh, the old weirwood tree. How do you know there's an afterwards? So yeah, brand. He's so creepy, man. So brand. You know what? Just for the sake of this podcast and because I kind of think it, I'm, a, I'm kind of pro brand. I'm kind of team brand right now. Oh, don't. Just because it's so weird. He's so weird. Uh, don't do that to me. Super weird. We- uh, Sansa and Danny. They almost became close so friends. Close. It was then so they were close. rudely interrupted. Uh, if you remember from last week's episode, it seems like Daenerys went with the words of affirmation love language strategy. Uh, just gave her a bunch of, you know, you're so great types of words, but didn't quite work. She should have brought lemon cakes. Tell me who manipulated whom. That was great. Like she came in with a great plan, except if she had just closed the plan with lemon cakes, it would have been awesome. You got to close. Instead, Santa goes full. What about the North? And then closers get coffee. Daenerys does not get coffee. No. All right. Uh, Theon came back. He's fast. I guess he was just by himself on a horse. So he theoretically could get where he needs to go. Or he could have gone by a ship. You know, he is a. He is a boat guy, but he did go fast. He did come fast. I'm glad Theon's back. It's good to have the gang all back together again, even though it's kind of awkward him being there. I thought there would be a little bit more awkwardness with him being there. And it was just like, hug, you're welcome back. Thanks oh, for being here. Oh, it was here. more than a hug. It was more than a hug. It was actually a reason to live. Oh, come on. Really? Yeah. So, so I saw you that didn't weird. You did get that? No, I saw they the weird have, look at the end. Not, I know, I know. I saw the weird look at the end. I didn't like it, and so and I, I guess I'm sad that you also picked up on that. I was hoping it would just not be a thing. Mm, they were on a little date, reason to live. Don't worry, Theon's going to die. Yeah, like, Theon's definitely going. going to die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bran is very full of himself. Uh, oh, my God. And so they were talking with Bran. They're trying to come up with a plan, and Bran's, you know, kind of late in the game, explains what needs to happen. So based on that... It seems like the Night King wants to kill Bran because he contains the whole of human history in his little Bran brain. This is what (laughs) I've gathered. The plan is for the whole defense 
of Winterfell. Please tell me. It is a two-pronged plan. Number one, the little girl is going to defend the Crips. Okay, I like that. Number two, Theon is going to defend Bran. (laughs) Ready, break. (laughs) That's all I got, too, in left bank. There's a left flank, too. Don't forget the left flank. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But (laughs) the real deal is... Just those two things. If we can do those two things, good to go. Good to go. He will come for me. So Bran. Bran's so full of himself. God dang. All right, Andrew. Uh, we did find out that the Umbers are fighting for the Night King now. So we're going to need a scoring change from last week. I don't I don't know. You're going to have to sharpen your pencil on that one. I, they were out of picture, but we have to assume that the Night King killed more than just the little kiddo. Well, you said that. I don't think that the Night King is going to struggle getting his kills yeah. this season, and we yeah. need to see it on camera. So I understand the point, but the difference between the Night King killing 10,000 and 10,050 <laughs> probably not going to make a big difference in uh, future voting based off statistics. Yeah, the Night King's general counsel is sending a sharply worded letter to the commissioner right now, though. <laughs> and that's fine. The commissioner's used to that. The official scorekeeper, do you know how much shit he gets from from the agents of the people on this show? Oh man. Fair uh, enough. All right. It's it's let's talk about the kids. Arya and Gendry. I have to tell you, I was very uncomfortable with this scene. I was too. Because I feel like we've seen her as a child. She was like nine years old when this show started. And I kind of feel like her dad. I know you she's know? Like, like, we've seen her grow up. 20 or at least now. Big bl- like she's old now, right? <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, it is what it is. But like we've seen her come of age and it's very creepy uh, to, to see that flower blossom. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't into this either. Uh, you know what? The only part of it I was into was the fact that finally somebody in this goddamn show does it the way you're supposed to do it on the night before the end of the world. Like the kids are supposed to go act to have sex, right? Like that's what, that's what every movie trope ever, like the night before the end of the world, someone is trying to have sex, right? Right. Uh, Name any uh, movie we, ever. We didn't get Brienne and Tormund. We uh, didn't that's get a bummer. it. That is a bummer. Right. Uh, Tyrion thinks that they might live, mm, but Tyrion's a dumb dumb. <laughs> so let's talk about this party by the fire. Yeah, campfire stories. This was fun. I actually really liked this. This is one of the reasons I just liked this episode. It was just sort of like, uh, let's get everyone around a fire and tell some stories and do banter and like do good banter. And then, and then the whole, uh, the whole nighting thing. Do we want to talk about that? Like Brienne loved it. Loved it. It's the only thing she ever wanted. Now she's going to die. That was a big smile. That was a big smile. Uh, And Pod's got some pipes. Pod can sing. Pod can sing. Pod can sing. Uh, I want to know more about that song. I think that was written by someone and they try to make a big deal out of it. Didn't have time to research it because this is just after the episode ended. We'll find more about that later. Uh, but you know, it kind of reminded me of like the last scene in Godfather Two, where it's kind of like the last meal that everybody had before things went terribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Like the last, like everybody's everybody's okay now. This is the last time this group of people will ever be together alive. They could all be all together in a massive undead army, but that you know that doesn't count. He is risen. Uh, I, I wish it was. Oh, oh it's Easter. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wish it, I wish we got more of that. I know, like we did get a lot of it. Like that was a, a main focus of this episode. But you know, maybe that's a, a sign of a good episode is it leaves you wanting more. I just want to know all, everything that happened in that arena, that scene. Yeah, like I feel like we only saw like five minutes of the fire scene. I want to sit there for the like the four hours they were there. Like I, I want to hear all like of a it. Big Brother live stream of that. Yeah, you know. Like you have different cameras in the room, and you can switch. Like I wonder, oh, what's uh, what's Brienne's reaction shot when Tormund's telling the story about <laughs> <laughs> sleeping with the giant's wife? Like I want to know what what her face looks like. Oh, I can just click through that. I want that. Uh, let's go check on the hound real fast. Okay, let's move away from that camera. That's boring. Let's go back to the fire room. Oh, uh, anyway, and, and then Andrew. Most importantly, John and Danny had their little gathering down in the crypt. Uh. Saved by the bell. Uh, that was a little awkward there at the end. What did you think of the John and Danny scene? Well, this was Daenerys finally learning about the what I'm calling the brand dossier. <laughs> so this is this is the dossier that Bran put together. You know, and if I was Daenerys, I would be a little skeptical too. Like, okay, so you got this guy, and he he knows everything, and it benefits you completely. Um, I don't know about this. Like, let's let's send this to the FBI. Let's have them investigate. <laughs> uh, we need to, to we need to we need to stop everything, and we need at least a two year review by someone. You know, hopefully, like an outside party here, maybe someone from Dorne or like across the narrow sea that can come over, someone of high character to really review this and make us all feel more comfortable that it's that it's that it's okay. Is there someone in the Game of Thrones universe who has like the moral fiber of someone like Robert Mueller? Like who would you put in charge of investigating the brand dossier? I think it'd have to be like Davos. Probably Davos. The Davos, Davos investigation. The Davos. the Davos report. Although he's like good buddies with John though. Yeah. But that like plays into it. Because, you know, there's like that's it just increases like the drama of the whole situation. Right. But he's just, he's just got so much, such moral character that there would not be any any question, any question. You know, realistically, it witch would have hunt. been Stannis. It would have been witch Stannis hunt. who does do witch hunts like Stannis is totally into witch hunts. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll we'll find out more about the brand dossier if uh, if Daenerys believes it or if it tears the country apart. I'm going to guess that it tears the country apart if I uh, if I have anything any history and knowing about secret dossiers. My my buddy is texting me right now and and he just sent me a bunch of hot takes. He likes our you know he likes our podcast. Wants to talk about the hot takes, and he said I got one for you. Tormund is pretty woke. He's a total feminist. Yeah, you know, the the people in the, in the the wildlings like are the wildlings are wild man. Tormund is so woke. That's so true. All right, Kevin, let's get down to some business. Box score, nobody died. How about that? Uh, Arya slayed, but nobody <laughs> died. Uh, right, uh, rookie right, of the right, year yeah. candidates. There were none officially credited, but I think we should definitely count girl that wanted to defend the crypt as a rookie of the year candidate. Are you okay with this? I'm okay with that. And I'm going to go ahead and put her uh, above Harry Strickland. Thank in the, you. The power rankings. Totally agree. <laughs> 
so she's occupying that number one spot, leader in the clubhouse above <laughs> Harry Strickland. Harry Strickland's probably got some opportunity to uh, to change that because he'll probably be in some scenes in the future. But so will the little girl defending the Crips. I'm already um, bored with with Mr. Strickland. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about the Crips real quick before we move on. Okay. Is the Crips the safest place? Because there are dead people in the Crips. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, here's my here's my end game for the for Game of Thrones. Like, Night King goes down there, kills everybody, whatever. But then also revives revives Ned. And Sean Bean He's just a bunch of bones. Sean Bean sure. comes back <laughs> and boned up Sean Bean is running through uh, along with the Night King up through King's Landing. Like I am in for that ending. Give me that in. That should be one of the endings, one of the Wayne's World endings. Okay. I'm into it. Oh, we need to come up with those. <laughs> I guess we need to know more uh, about what happens. Okay, uh let's move on to the MVP of the episode. Probably got a couple candidates. Seems like Tyrion got his swag back. He seems to have kept his job after uh some references were called. Mm-hmm. Some people uh, vouched for him later on. Uh, Jamie didn't die. Mm-hmm. That's huge. That's a win. Huge. Uh, you know, it seems like we were going to go through this whole Jamie Lannister trial, like we did with Tyrion. It was and, like, short. We almost did with with his sister. Uh, yeah, it was really short. He got off easy. Yeah. Mostly because they needed him to fight. But and Brienne's like, yeah, he's all right. Yeah, all right. So all right. I don't know. So Jamie didn't die. Uh, Brienne got knighted. Good mm-hmm. for her. And then Arya and Gendry consummated a six or no, eight season long <laughs> young summer love, but it's now winter. Yeah, I'm not giving it to Arya and Gendry because that's just still, I'm still not there. It's, yeah, it's like, it just, it just, just sits wrong with me. And like, there's people on Twitter who were like super into it, like, oh, Arya, yeah, you go, girl. And like, I get that. And that's totally fine. But I'm coming to the, at this from the perspective of like, I feel like I'm her older brother. Yeah, it is. I don't, don't, don't want to see that. Like, I realize it's going to go on. I realize it, but I don't want to see it or hear about it. <laughs> I think I think I'm going to give it to Brienne. She's the only one yeah. that had the biggest effing smile. Like, that's the most she's literally ever smiled. Did you see that big old grin? She got what she wanted. Just like last week, we gave it to Euron because, or I did it anyway, <laughs> because he got what he wanted. Brienne finally got what she wanted. Which probably means she's going to die next week. Yeah, probably. Uh, Andrew, do you want to go to uh, the predictions or do you want to go to Book of Brothers? We're going to go to Book of Brothers. Just, you know, let's put it right here in the middle. I like Book it. of Brothers. I've always dreamed about having a brother. All the great deeds of all the great kings go huh? That is correct. So the Book of Brothers is what... We, if if you want to be a part of this podcast, what you need to do is you need to go onto iTunes and leave a five star rating and leave your name, and we will put your name and your great deeds into the book of brothers. We have four inductees today. How about that? Four reviews. Four inductees into four reviews. So we have four entries into the book of brothers. Go ahead. Kevin, with your first one. I'm going to kick it off with Sir Kenny of House Baller, a.k.a. Kenny Buckets. 
Kenny of House Baller, or as you might know him from his stage name, Kenny Buckets, he was the first host of the hit tourney recap show, Tourney Center. As the worldwide leader in tourney recaps, Kenny would put a show on nightly recapping the tourneys and other sporting events that took place in the realm, including jousting, melees, archery, axe throwing, and horse racing. His catchphrase of, that's going to leave a mark, survives today. (laughs) Kenny Buckets, (laughs) welcome to the Book of Brothers. Uh, I've got one, Nathan the Amateur. Ooh. Nathan is was a skilled jouster from Volantis. He uh, gave a commitment to the University uh, King's College to uh, pursue his jousting career. He gave uh, his uh, commitment ceremony on the same tourney center brought to you by Kenny Buckets. <laughs> Uh, however he was forbidden from competing because his handler the man who arranged for him to move from a volantis to king's Landing, oh, no. Muriel Mopatis, took money from a saddle company oh. uh, to influence him to adopt that saddle once he turned professional oh what a bummer yeah That's... so nathan the amateur did not get his chance to shine in the uh, in the college circuit oh man I, I, I hope he made it eventually in the uh in the pro circuit uh, that's pretty good. Welcome to the Book of Brothers. So I've got uh, Sir Sam of House Fowler, a.k.a. Slam the Slinger. One of the early Fowlers, Sam was always partial to birds, especially blue hawks. So he made the Fowler House sigil as it remains today a blue hawk. If you knew Sam, you also knew he loved slinging drinks. So, of course, he opened a tavern near the local Dornish University. It was renowned for its patio and ale room and, of course, its dancing room. And Sam named the tavern the Blue Hawk Cafe. But the locals knew it only as the Hawk. Sam the Slinger. Love it. Welcome to the Book of Brothers, Sam the Slinger. The last one we have here is Mark. Mark the Power User. Mark has the most connections on Westeros' business social media platform, DrinkedIn. He has been endorsed for over 30 skills. He is currently seeking employment. <laughs> well, welcome to the Book of Brothers. That's pretty good. Uh, Mark, Mark the power user. Did you know that uh, House Fowler? Have you ever heard of this? This is a thing. Uh, no, you're a book reader. I'm not. There's apparently a thing called the Fowlers and they have a I blue think that, hawk. Just just real quick. I think that there needs to be a third category of people. There's there's people who haven't read the books. <laughs> there's people who've read the books. And then there's people who read the books a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> like it's been a long time since I mean, it's like seven years ago. Hey, you took Six years second ago. place in the Kansas City, Missouri game of thrones trivia contest which it turns out two two years in a row 80 percent of which was from the books and so i was very useless except for one question that i got right that no one else got uh Andrew, anyway sorry well t- tell me about house fowler I, I well i literally know nothing other than their house fowler and their sigil is a blue hawk so i didn't okay. make any of that up that was actually true well i, I mean made some of it up but sam was partial to birds the blue hawks Love it. I like that. Down in Dorn somewhere, it. I think. That's all okay, I got. the the rest of this episode, Kevin, is going to be It Is Known Predictions. It is known. It is known. It is known. 
It is known. What we're going to do here is really we're going to go through every character and we're going to see if they live or die next episode. So this is not in any particular order, but let's just go through it. Number one, Tormund. Dies. Dies? Dies. So like in terms of a character arc, the only thing he hasn't done is consummate his relationship with Brienne. <laughs> I think he dies. But you think he dies? Okay, I, th- I think he lives. I'm going to say he lives. Okay, let's start here real fast before we go any further. We have, I don't know, 20 people here. Yeah, do you assume half of them are going to die at least? I, I, I think a third. At least a third. See, I'm assuming more. I think this is going to be a bloodbath. Okay. Uh, Brienne, I think she dies. I think she lives. Oh, we're okay. We're opposites here. I think Brienne finally got what she wanted. The only thing she's ever wanted to do is die honorably as a knight. She has been knighted. Now she can die honorably. You know what? She's going to die. You're right. I'm, I'm changing I mean, it to die. I mean, same thing with Tormund. Like, the only thing she hasn't done yet is consummated a relationship. Well, that's what I'm saying. If, if I think Tormund's going to die, the, Brienne's going to die, too. I think Tormund's going to be torn here. Like, this is... Like, not literally torn in half. Like, he's going to be... <laughs> it's going to break him up when Brienne dies. All right. Theon. Definitely dies. Definitely dies. <laughs> like, there's... Like, in the back of your head, you're like, oh, maybe Theon and Sansa get together. This will be great. No, no, no way. No. No, Theon, Theon's going to die. Davos. I think he Davos lives. Seaworth. He's a survivor. He, he ha, he's survived two big battles so far. Uh, he used to be Stannis' man. Now he's John's man. John needs kind of a hand. He needs a buddy. Davos seems to be that. If John's going to have a, you know, a shot, you're going to make a run at the kingdom, Davos is probably going to be there. So, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that. I think he's going to live. Beric Dondarrion. Dies. Dead. dead. Definitely dead. Like, dead. Bye-bye. M- maybe the first one. Yeah. <laughs> like pretty early on. Uh, the Hound. I think he lives only because of Clegane Bull. That is correct. The Hound. And he didn't get a lot of screen time. He was just like chilling on the battlement. Like he just talked with Arya and drinking wine. Didn't do much. Like yeah. if he was going to die, I think we would have gotten a better resolution for him. I agree. Uh, Arya. I actually struggled with this. I'm going to go with Liv's only because I think she has a chance to be the one that takes down Cersei. Okay. You know, we did we did get a little, you know, it, it was addressed with her list. Like, Beric Dondarrion was on her list. And then she's like, he was at one point. So she is still keeping track of this list. Cersei's still on this list. The list is still important. They, they name-dropped the list. So... It'd be tough. What do you Gendry. think? I think she lives. She's okay. a main character. I think she lives. Yeah. Gendry. I think we're going to lose a main character in this one, though. Okay. Who is so like just who is it? Uh, we'll, we'll find out when we get there. Okay. Gendry. I think he dies. I think he might die. Wait, you know what? He's going to live because it's going to set up another Game of Thrones after this. Oh, okay. Well, what I'm saying is like he could end up being the king. He's Robert Baratheon's bastard. That's what I'm saying. Arya could be his queen. They could rule benevolently for a thousand years. <laughs> I think they're going to yeah, make but- it weird with John and Danny and Gendry all with the claim. Okay. I could see where the people who end up living are all 
if you take the uh, title from an episode or season one, is cripples, bastards, or broken things. Anyone who lives is one of those. Hmm. So that'd be Jamie, that'd be Tyrion, that'd be John, that'd be Gendry. That's it. That's it. Okay. What about Jon Snow? He lives. He's got more to do. He wants to die. I think he does want to die. Uh, he did meet Daenerys and yeah, blah, blah, blah. But uh, he's ever since he was killed in season five and resurrected in six, I think he's you know had a death wish. But I think he's going to live because the the fates are not that nice to him. Yeah, I think so, too. What about Danny? She's going to live. Same same deal. She's they've got to have that conflict. Tyrion. Oh, see, he, his fate's awaiting him in King's Landing. And I don't know what that fate is. Uh, whether Bronn does one thing or the Bronn shoots that arrow or not. I think that they set that up. I don't know where, where he's going to end up, but his fate is not in Winterfell. It's in King's Landing. Jorah Mormont. Dead. Ooh. Think- dead, dead, dead. We talked about his dad. But he got the cousin. sword. Yeah. So he's going to have an awesome fight scene. Hmm. But they talked about his dad. His cousin wished him... Uh, good fortune. Yeah, we did see the, the meetup. That was nice. Right. His cousin, you know, gave him, maybe just gave him a family approval, even though she's like 12. <laughs> so he's got, like, he's welcomed back into the family. He uh, has given up his claim to being the hand for Daenerys. He's He's got nothing left. He's, he's going to die. Okay. What about Pod? Oh, I think Pod might live. He's one of those characters that's like not quite important enough to die where you're like but like if he dies you're like wait a minute they killed pod kind of one of those yeah i mean he's gonna be with brianne so i don't know what the deal is i think like does is his fate intertwined with hers or does he survive until later i'll say i'll say dead if i'm gonna pick brianne's gonna die i'm gonna pick he's gonna die i think he lives only because the main reason i just said what about sansa lives she's gotta have that conflict with with Daenerys. What about what about old Lady Mormont? Oh, I think she dies. Yeah, I'm going with <laughs> dies too. Sorry, Lady Mormont. Uh, here's one for you. Grey Worm. Dead. Dead. If if you start talking about the future, you're gonna die. I totally agree. That was a pretty easy one for me. What about uh Gilly? She's gonna live. She's safe in the crypt. Mm. Kevin. Safe? Safe. And she's got that badass fighter protecting the crypt. Mm. So hey, if hey you hold think... on, hold on. Both of her brothers were soldiers. <laughs> if you think Gilly's gonna live, does that mean you think Sam's gonna live? Yes, Sam is. Got to tell the story. They even set that up in this episode. What about? Got to tell tell these stories about what happened here so everyone remembers so we can be humans and not just animals that's that's gonna be sam so you think gilly's gonna live and sam's gonna live what about little sam yeah little sam's gonna live too now here's why i don't think little sam's gonna live okay the night king here it's gonna be like oh he yeah that one's mine he was owed how about that that? was that was one that was uh that was owed to him good 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 call good call i could see that happening that would be pretty messed up and this show is pretty messed up it is a messed up show uh, all right miss sandy uh, i 
I don't know. I don't really like Miss Sandy. Am I the only one? I'm kind of. She's bored. all right. I, I I don't hate her. I like Miss Sandy. I actually liked her before the whole Grey Worm like thing. Now I just don't like those scenes very much. I like it when she's like being a badass and like speaking different languages and stuff, but or I, like announcing Daenerys's titles. Yeah, like she's yeah. I don't know. I I I guess she lives. Yes. I, I say I say dead. Good. All right. Good. <laughs> what about Jamie? Jamie Lannister? This is a good one. Um, so the reason he would not die is because we need to see him confront Cersei or something. The other cool part is like, what if he's the one that slays the Night King? Because he's the Kingslayer. Huh? Oh, hello. Oh. Just throwing like things that. out there as they come, Andrew. So I, I don't know. I, but he also has one hand, <laughs> and I feel like it's going to be something with he and Brienne tied together in the battlefield. Maybe. Yeah, probably. Definitely. What do you feel there? Uh, I, I'm on he's the gonna, fence because he's she's his commander now. Yeah. So like we're gonna have some cool scenes with them like fighting back to back. Maybe with Pod serving coffee <laughs> and singing a tune. So, it's just saying it's just just providing hospitable entertainment <laughs> to the troops. Got to uh, build morale. I think Jamie lives. I think Brienne maybe sacrifices herself for Jamie. I mean, that would be like a poetic thing Ooh, for her to do. That's a good she, point. I like that he, take. He did that for her, you know, in season four or three. And they brought the it up. I like that take. And they did bring it up again. Huh. Uh, it's it's a clever way of doing it without uh, without you know doing a next time on. Okay. Like, hey, rem- remember this? Remember this? So I like that. I think Jamie lives. Brienne dies. What do you think about Varys the Spider? He lives. Yeah, he, he wasn't in this episode much, and so that's why I think he lives. He was he was like briefly pictured. If he if he would have had a long sit down about like something you know around a fire, then I would have thought maybe there's a chance. But I don't think they kill him based on just that. All right, Ed, Dolores, I, Ed. I think Ed dies. I think Ed dies. He may be the first one to die. <laughs> yeah, like he's gonna like he's been around. He's been around since season one. Like that dude is also a survivor. That dude is just collecting paychecks. You know. Probably, you know, for showing up like a couple days out of the year, like he's doing it right for himself. He is. Uh, what do you think about Sam? We've already talked about Sam. Uh, the two dragons. Do you think there will be a dragon battle? I think there has to be a dragon battle. Uh, I mean, this is this is episode three. So we've got, you know, four episode episodes left. So there's there's room for a dragon battle. But will a dragon battle happen? In the next episode. Here's the real question. Is the Night King going to come on the dragon? They didn't show the Night King on a horse. They didn't because he doesn't have a horse anymore. He has a dragon. He has a dragon. So here's the question. Is the Night King just going to like pop up? They're going to be like, where's the Night King? Oh, never mind. He's coming in via helicopter to Bran. Like he's he's popping in over the top. I, yeah, it would be awesome to have a dragon battle above the heart tree or the werewood oh, tree. Oh, that would be sweet. And then Theon's just like, I'll protect you, Bran. <laughs> <laughs> me and my me and my pirates over here will protect you, Bran. We got it. This is prong two of the plan. It's going just as we planned. 
there's going to be a standoff between Bran and the Night King, right? Like at some point they're just like face to face. Yeah. Doesn't it feel like, like that's going to happen? Yeah, I think so. Like it seems like the two generals of this entire thing, unfortunately for you, I'm cheering for the, the Night, Night King, King. If that happens, I'll the be Night dead King and Bran, like if you have a spiritual or just leader of this entire living versus the dead, it's Bran versus the Night King. I'm cheering for the Night King if they if the, the two of them. If one's got to go, I'm cheering for the Night King. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bran. Yeah, it, 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 there comes a time when you must choose a side, and I think you've just chosen <laughs> we, your side. I chose that side a long time. I'll take any side but Brands. Give me Joffrey. Uh, I, I'm, I'm I'm team Brand because I I think he's the weirdness. I'm totally digging the. Are weirdness. you starting to get into the weirdness? I can't do it. Super into the weirdness. Nope. nope. Like it's not even brand anymore. It's just like just a Stop snarky, it. Stop it. a snarky uh, timeline reader, like this dude who knows <laughs> everything. It's like a, it's like a Wikipedia commenter who just has the wit uh, in the comments of just like I'm gonna put, post a little comment over here. Like this is the real truth. Like, oh, it's kind of bumming most people out. But those people, those people don't like the truth. Brand is a truth teller. I guess. Uh, is there anybody else? Do we miss everybody? We probably like, did. These were just off the top of our heads. We we looked at no list, so I'm sure we missed somebody. Hopefully, it's not someone really important. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've got all the Night King or the the, the Night's Watch guys because it was just Ed. That's the only person we know. We got Sam, John, all the Starks. We, we we didn't get the people that are in King's Landing, but we just assume they're not there. Yeah, they'll be fine for now. Yeah, I think that's a, it's a good list. It's a good list. I think we got mostly everybody. Uh, so, Andrew, on here, uh, at least for my list, I wrote it down as I went. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people dying. Uh, over or under eight people from this list dying? I'm going to go under. I'm counting how many we have 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 20. We have 24 people listed and you said a third are going to die. So, so you, that's the right on the number. I'm right, on, right the on the number right now. Eight out of 24 over I'm, under eight people die on, on this list next week. I'm going to say the, under. I'm going to take the over. Do you want to put something okay. on that? Andrew? Yes, I do. How, what would you like to put on that? Cause I don't have to bet Bovada and give them juice and I can just bet you straight up. Uh, uh, a case of beer, and then the person will be drinking that beer while we do the next podcast. Deal. All right, got it. Boom. So, so, so what is said of this of this list, the list that we went through oh. over under eight. I took the under. You took the over. Yeah, that, I I still think dead at the end of the episode. I mean, so I'm giving you a lot of credit here because I literally said eight on the number. And I only chose eight people, so like I'm taking a terrible bet here. Sure, I I took and, and you, but you took it. Uh, you're not gonna go back and like. But I get took it. I took it. You get, get something like beneficial out of it. Like you're not gonna con the bookie into like giving you. I understand. Like, hey, I took this terrible bet, bookie. Well, we also have little Sam on here. <laughs> <laughs> this is your list, man. But I also started the episode saying like half the people are gonna die. So. Uh, I'm willing, right. and I said a third, and I said a third. I'm willing to stick by. So it. We, we are we are currently maintaining our positions uh, from what we said initially. We are. 
I think there's going to be a lot of death. I hope. Yeah. I well, hope I mean, there's I not. That's true. I hope. Th- I hope you're right. Th- there's a lot of season left, so we do have to have a story after this. Hmm. That's true. We'll and I heard, is, did I hear correctly that the next episode is an hour and a half? I think it's 80 minutes, so hour 20. Hour 20. That sounds like a lot of fighting. Yep. That's a lot of fighting. Andrew, this was good. We got this whole thing done an hour and 20 minutes after the episode ended. So I'm pretty proud of us. We I think we yeah. I think we did a good work here. Maybe we need to do this going forward. We'll be one of the first people to post a podcast. Yeah, all our listeners in Australia will be able to like, hey, hey it's up, hey. it's up. Let's listen. It's on my commute to work. How about that, Andrew? All right. Well, if you want to be in the the book of brothers, which you obviously want to be, just go out there, leave us a rating five stars on iTunes. Just leave your name. You don't have to give us any like, uh, I really want to be, you know, part of uh, Tourney Center or <laughs> I want to be a, a social media influencer in, in Westeros. Uh, just power leave your user. Name. We'll, we'll do the rest. And uh, power user, excuse me. <laughs> and, uh, and that's all you got to do. And we will watch for those reviews. And when we see them, there is a really good chance you will be added to the book of brothers so do that for us reach us at make westeros on the old twitter bug uh andrew anything else to add before we get out of here vala magolis vala de Hyrus. <laughs>